but that's my whole life. I have stuff that's just old. I've always been that person. You have a mandible. I do. I have a person's jawbone on my dresser. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Okay, kittens, should we start this thing? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Joy. And this is The the Residuals. residuals. Um, And we have a special guest with us tonight. We do. Her name is Amber. Hi, Amber. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Better now you're here. No, it's nice to see you. (laughs) Amber is coming to us with some cuckoo banana stories, which I'm actually really excited about because I've heard of one of them. But I have a book here that I'd quickly like to read from you from. It's like an AA meeting. I'm going to read from the the book of uh, Encyclopedia of Ghosts and Hauntings, chapter one. No, okay. So I've been reading this. I got this for Christmas. And um, I just found it fascinating that one of the first uh, written, um, recorded writings, whatever, of what? hauntings was from a guy, okay. a person called Pliny the Younger. Yes. Great name. Um, know him. Great guy. Person. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Anno Domini, who was alive between 61 and 112. So he lived, you know, a good 51 years. No, 41 years. Math. Um, anyway, so... He uh, wrote to somebody about a villa in Athens that nobody would rent because of a resident ghost. So hauntings have been written about for a while. So that being said, totally off topic, kind of though, but not really, because it's a ghost. Amber, tell us your stories. Okay, well, there's a few. Uh... Yay! (laughs) Perfect. Um. But the one that I actually wrote you guys with was the one where, um, so my friend growing up, I grew up in Northern California and my friend grew up in the Folgers mansion, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with this place, but. Okay. Oh, you mean the the best part of waking up is a mansion <laughs> in your cup? Yes, it's <laughs> a mansion in your cup. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the coffee, I don't know, airs the heirs to the coffee fortune um and there was this mansion I mean yeah it was this mansion and it was huge and it was probably like like in my memory it's five stories but I think that's just because there was an attic I think there were three floors and an attic I think but it was this massive house and this family had six kids and this whole gaggle but there was still like many areas of the whole house the house first off was just creepy as fuck just like it was so so creepy like and even though it was like totally lively and people like lived in it like the second you like I mean because 
Okay, so six kids. That means that one's like in high school and one's like just born, right? Like there's like right. this <laughs> widespread of kids. <laughs> and it's got like horse stables and this pool and it's on like many acres. Like it's just, and so even though the house was like full of life and there were literally people like, you know, adults and babies and like everyone in between, like running all over this place, it was always like if you stepped out of the rooms where everyone was, you were immediately like, oh, this place is totally creepy. Like, <laughs> like it, it, oh, it's like if I would step out of the room to like go to the bathroom, I was like, this place is totally creepy. I don't even like being in this bathroom by myself. Whoa. <laughs> like, uh, it was even with all those, that's amazing with that many people because usually that will make me feel better. Yeah. But it, like as a little girl, I was like, this place is, this place is full tilt creepy like and they had like it was like you would look down hallways and like now as an adult I understand that like they had all these people that lived in this house but the house was so big that it was just like parts of the house just weren't very occupied so it's like yeah. look down the halls as a little girl and you were like oh it's really like dark and like not very furnished in that part of the house <laughs> like it's weird like um but like, so what happened there one night was that what was, well, what was typical was that I would sleep over with my friend, right? And she was the one girl of five brothers. And oh. so there was always just like kind of a vibe. Like it was like, she was like the one girl and she was like tough as nails and she was great. She was oh. awesome. Um, still is, I think. Um, we haven't been in touch in a while. Anyway, the point is, I, it was typical for us to go to sleep listening to her like, you know, teenage brothers listening to like, you know, Zen and, and Nine Inch Nails and whatever. And like that kind of music, like that, like, like nineties, nineties, angry, angry. Yes. I know it was, it was our wheelhouse too. <laughs> um, but so I, we all went to sleep. We did our normal thing at the sleepover and this, um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, that's weird. It doesn't sound like his music anymore it sounds like old like Oregon and I know what Oregon sounds like because my dad's a musician and so I was like what the fuck is happening and this is like a little girl Amber I don't even know how old I was I was like probably I don't know sometime between kindergarten and sixth grade I don't know little girl Amber um and uh I heard this organ sound like I heard it and I was like this is so weird I was like he does not listen to this he listens to like angry teenage boy rock like that's what he listens to so that was really strange so I'm laying there awake being like I'm really kind of unsettled by this sound that I'm hearing upstairs because it doesn't make any sense and now I'm like the gears are turning and whatever and I'm laying there and I'm looking around the room and I'm just like, this is all so I'm whatever. I was feeling an icky, I was feeling like a, this is a weird vibe mm. um, as one would. Um, and I suddenly all the papers off of her desk just fly off and Whoa. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck that. I was like, what? I was like, wait a minute. And I'm like looking around, looking for like a window, right? I'm like, explain this, explain to this. Leave, oh. you mean a window to climb out of. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> to escape. But I was like, 
for something, right? Like I'm looking for something to be like, make this make sense. Like yeah, where's the all draft? these papers the just like whooshed right. off the off of her little desk because she had like a little corner desk and a swivel chair. The swivel can I, chair can, turned. Can I ask a quick around. question? Sorry. Yeah. Did when the paper went off, is it like it was blown off or was it like someone just went with their arm and just well, wiped no it off? Wind. There was no wind. There but was... I mean, did it did it look like it had been blown or did it look like someone had just swept it off? You know, I don't totally remember. I just remember the feeling of being like, oh my God, that whole stack of papers. Right. Like, and why? As I'm going like, why did that happen? What's going on? The swivel chair turned around to face me. <laughs> Fuck that noise. No, and I was no, like, no, no. Ah, ah, this is happening. Oh <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Mind you, this house has had a vibe forever. So like, I, I was terrified. I was terrified. I was just laying there like a little, like, I don't know, <laughs> like just stiff as a board. Like, no, 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 oh God, no. don't notice no me. No shit. Don't notice me. Um, and the next morning, I told you my go friend, back to sleep? I told her, what? Did you go back to sleep? I mean, not well. I just like okay. anxiously for hours. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think I did eventually go back to sleep because I was like, I'm one of these people that like I can sleep through. Like I, I eventually just fall asleep. Like if I'm oh. sedentary for long enough, it that like I just fall asleep. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like I, uh, I'm so jealous. I I'm do. so jealous. I know every. You think it's great until you're like practically narcoleptic, like reading to your kid because you're so tired. <laughs> like, this is not great. I wish I could be more attentive to this child in this nice moment we're having, but I'm bored and tired and I'm falling asleep. Um. <laughs> I mean, I know that one too. It's just when I'm actually laying down, trying to go to sleep, that's when it doesn't happen. It's the whole day leading up to that point that I'm like, I can't wait to go to bed. Yeah. And then I get in bed and I'm like, Whew, let's go to sixth grade yeah. now. What yep. weird let's, things can your brain bring up? Exactly. What did I say five years ago that I still obsess over? Oh, I do. All that, that great stuff. I do do that too. I mean, right. so I was totally freaked out, but I think somehow I ended up going back to sleep because I did end up waking up again. You know, I mean, maybe I like talked myself into thinking that it didn't happen or something, but I fully woke up and was like, I woke up the next morning and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what the, I was like, I got to tell you what happened. And she was like, yeah, things happen. <laughs> like, she was just like, these things happen. What? Yeah, totally cavalier. Like, she was like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> what the fuck? Sounds normal. And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, what, thing, what things like, happen? Yeah, little girl <sighs> was like, uh, no. And she'd always been one of those ones that was like, yeah, the house is haunted. But I'd been like, no, the house is, you know, whatever. Like little girls right. to each other, you know? But right. She's always just been very cavalier and been like, no, the house is haunted. It's haunted. Yeah. So when I told her that and I was all like, you are not going to believe what happened last night. I was music and the papers and the chair. And she was like, yeah, the, these things happen. <laughs> Yeah. That's insane. That, that it was insane. Everyone's bedroom experience. Does she know that? Like, <laughs> she grew up in the house. Like, she was totally cavalier about this. Oh my god! Can you imagine that you grow up with that, and then you go to someone else's house for a sleepover, and you're like, "What's wrong with your house? Why? Why is all your shit in the same spot it was when we went to bed?" This is so boring. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, 
Why are things not being moved on their own? And mind you, like, I have not done a Google dive on this, so I cannot say these things are true. But she had reported to me that a robber at some point in the history of the home had been shot and trapped <gasps> escape and died in the driveway. The other thing she had said, and there was like, I mean, there was kind of like a, it's confusing because there were so many actual children in the house, but there was always kind of like a, there's a kid running by vibe. And she, oh. she told me as a little girl, you know, probably in like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, we were friends our whole childhood. So this could have been any, anywhere from, you know, I mean, I don't know, somewhere in our elementary school years, she was like, yeah, a kid drowned in the pool at one point. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Did she just randomly come out with these things where well, she's they, like, I, I, by the way, we got. She lived, I mean, you guys just saw a photo of the house she lived in. It was just this like massive, beautiful, but like spooky house. So, you know, like I said, I mean, I grew up kind of being like, I wonder if like we both just like got caught up but then I was like no that for real happened like there for real was like music that I could not explain and there was oh papers gosh. that like flew off the thing and the thing really spun around so like even if all the stories that we told about this house to each other like had never happened that actually did happen because <laughs> I remember being like I am never going back there <laughs> But of course I did because she was my best friend for years and years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder, one of the unfortunately more famous murders in the Los Angeles area back in the 60s was the Manson murders. And there was a Folger heiress, Abigail Folger, was one of the victims at Sharon Tate's house. Oh. So being that she grew up in that house... I don't know if maybe she had come back to spend a happy memory. <laughs> yeah. To hang out someplace where she had good memories. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. you know. I mean, she could have also just moved on. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Sorry, I'm now, I've gotten into a really bad habit of doing research while we're recording so that I can figure out stuff as we're talking about it well i mean it's probably good because i've literally had this story in my arsenal for my whole life and never bothered to be like i wonder if a burglar really did get shot at that house yeah like <laughs> my face is like what like i can't remember an actor's name and i'm immediately on google because it drives me crazy <laughs> again this is the same person that falls asleep very easily i let a lot of things slide <laughs> I wonder if that's just like a trait that goes with it because my husband is like that too. He could just like go to sleep and he's also the one that's always like, can't you just have a question and wonder about it and not like immediately look up the answer? And I'm like, no, I don't. What? Yeah, I just <laughs> wonder about it. I know things for years and years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always like, I need this answer so I can sleep. Yeah. And, or at least pretend to sleep and think about all the other things that I need answers for. <laughs> oh, so, I just remembered that we did a seance in that house and the. What? So, I'm sorry. Who the fuck does that in their right mind? 
little Wait, girls. When you, when you know that it's like, it's full of good point, it's children. Okay, it was like little elementary girls. school, right? This yeah, was elementary you were girls. So we got the like creepy Ouija board out and like did the whole thing. And which, like you know, as an adult, I'm like, I don't think anybody should play with those. Um, right, way to go, Milton Bradley. Great toy <laughs> for kids. Not great. Summon the devil, kids. It's great. <laughs> But uh, I am remembering that we went up in the attic, which in itself was totally weird and spooky because oh it's God. like an attic, Definitely. you know, and it's just full of like, you know, it's full of attic stuff. It's like stuff that it's just yeah. people's stuff that's been a bit in their attic. That's what my attic is. Right. Um, and my art studio right now. But <laughs> Mine's getting there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember we were like messing around with this thing and one of the we were like a candle we had lit a candle and done the whole thing we didn't know what we were doing you know we're children um and that the candle holder like there was a ring around it from where the can we the candle had been burned before this was not the first time that people had gone up into this attic and like messed around with whatever they were messing around with uh i know <laughs> Sorry, sounds, but this all sounds very normal to me because this is the kind of stuff that my friends and I did too. This is like our kid stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, and uh, but I it was like the eighties and nineties. Our parents didn't like sit there and watch us all the time. They were like, "Go leave us alone." You're right. You're right. <laughs> Summon the devil. You're not bothering me. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, this house, the children were all very well attended, but there were also, they were sometimes being attended by the older one for the younger right. one, I think. Right. I assume. I mean, that's what I would do if I had like a 17 year old and, you know, kids that were slightly the, younger. I would be yeah, like, right. As the oldest and the older sister in the family, yes, that's exactly what happened. I would do that. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if their mom actually did that. I hope I'm not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm just assuming. Um, but for whatever reason, we were up in this attic and the, the ring, when we were done like playing around with this thing, we all were really startled by the fact that this ring around like where the candle wax had melted from like some other time, like the candle, it was like in a different spot. And we were like, did uh -huh. what? Like, and we were all interrogating each other being like, what? You did it, didn't you? You did it. Wait, You're someone moved the candle or someone moved the wax spot? Someone the moved the candle place. was in a different spot and the ring was like where the ring yeah. should have been, you know, where the candle should have been. And so we all were like, you know, there's no uh, way. Uh, shut up. Other <laughs> girls didn't do this, but you know, I remember at the time being like, if none of these girls did this, that is intense. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That house was haunted. I knew it. <laughs> uh, so that was definitely spooky. another spooky time in that house. That's terrifying. But I just kept going back to this house, though, because that's where my friend lived. <laughs> so, you know, that's what you do. Did you have anything happen that was strange or paranormal in the house that you were living in at the time when this was going on? So I, oh, good question. That is a good question. I grew up in a house that my parents basically expanded on the original footprint of the house, which was like a one bedroom cabin and made this like sprawling. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a redwood, like kind of castle-esque like I, I don't know it, it's all my like parents designs for this house and so it's very whimsical and of the time 
Um, Wait, was it in the Redwood region? It was like out in the Redwoods. Um, okay. Okay. So that's my long way of saying is that they built the house. So mm-hmm. there wasn't, even if I had like uh, fears and I did, I was like the most anxious child. Um, I was mostly afraid just because the house was full of like top to bottom windows. So it was like looking around Ooh. the house. I was Ooh, at nighttime with nighttime. the wood. It's not knowing what's out there because there's like what you know it's dark no. i lived in rural 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 uh, yeah and so i was always like i was spooked by stuff like that but not like like my mom would be like we built the house like there was no one here before us no that's what you think no, there were people, people there, there before. before you right <laughs> no and you're absolutely right um, but um, because it just so happens that I'm on the internet right now, and the Olone—I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correct. Oh, yeah. O-H- oh that's a, yeah, yeah. Berkeley. That's right where I live now. Yeah. So the uh, the Olone, formerly known as the uh, Costanoans, from the Spanish meaning coast dweller. Yeah. yeah, that's where they. That's where they were. Oh that yeah, their land. Sure. There's a lot. So there's a whole been a whole thing going on with um the neighbor or the there's some developers are trying to develop this parking lot oh my god doors in my house always open i'm so, sorry what, what? so <laughs> doors in my house open unex- unexpectedly all the time i've like, <laughs> like so did someone just get tired of listening to you talk about ghosts or did they just join you to listen to you talk they're like listen ghosts. I think you're talking about my topic because I am undead. <laughs> I should probably be contributing. To so there was, I don't know how to explain it. Honest to God, the doors open a lot in my house and I Whoa. can't explain it. And I'm like, okay, well, this is happening again. How old is your house? My house was built in the forties and got um, a reboot sometime, I think in the eighties. And then we just re- we just <laughs> we just renovated. I'm sure we kicked up a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but is that when the doors started opening on their oh, own? We Amber? didn't live there before that, so I don't know. Mm. Uh, hmm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Okay, and carry on. So did oh, weird yeah. stuff happen at your parents' house in the middle of the fucking woods with giant windows? That uh, No, nothing <sighs> decisively. No, it was more like I would get spooked because I'd be in the back of the house and there's windows everywhere. And I would just be like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> there's big windows everywhere. I can't, see, I can't see outside. It's all black out there. I can't see anything. Yeah, that sounds like a Run. normal thing to be nervous right. about, yeah. but not any sort of... And the way my parents designed the house is that they designed it to be this house that, like, snakes around, like, redwood trees and stuff. Like, it's... They were way into their hippie selves. I kind of love that, it, It's the sweetest house. I love that house. It, it sounds, sounds like... amazing. Yeah, it sounds like it was built to be respectful of the land. Yeah. Yes. that it was on and it was honoring the land and the trees instead of just clear cutting it to put down a parking right. lot like you right. were just yeah. mentioning yeah the Ohlone tribe I guess is is in has keeps resisting anybody doing anything to this parking lot because they say that there's remains under the parking lot um, and oh god they're like do not like mess with this parking lot any more than developers already have 
Right. right. I mean, it's that's, desecration. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe don't invite like weird stuff. If people say there's like remains and stuff, I, I don't know. It just seems like. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, what, what was the, I can't remember which episode it was, but Emily was talking about. Um, oh, we have a cemetery. A pu- we had a cemetery in my parking lot at the mall at my university, right in front of the Belks. It was a family plot. And so they built the parking lot around it. And so that was a good place to park because then you knew where you left your car. You left it by the headstones. It had a gate. <laughs> it had a fence I'm, around it. It was so rude. It was great. I'm aghast. <laughs> it was, right? I'll send you a picture. It was very fitting with, it was very fitting. That's all well, I'm say. my college was deemed one of the most haunted places in America. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. So I went to Kenyon College, um, okay. which has this, these two pillars that were referred to by everybody as, I mean, we were introduced to these pillars that you walk through to go down what was called middle path to get to one end of the campus to the other, the North to the South end. And you would go through the gates of hell every day, (laughs) every single day. I'm sorry. What, like when you're on the tour with yeah. the person, and they're like, the and so hell. this is the cafeteria, these are the gates of hell, and over here is the store where you can get your Scantron sheets. It's yes. like, I'm picturing like the fucking Southern Oracle. <laughs> yeah, it's it was literally like these, so the, the school was developed in like 18 whatever, and now they do like ghost tours for it because like so many things have happened. Like one big building burned completely to the ground full of students. And <gasps> yeah, that happened at one point. And then they rebuilt it back up and they rebuilt it a little higher than it was before. So there's all the ghost stories of like only seeing people from like the knees down walking on this. Fuck. There's like a lot. This, And then there's like the really bad cables. The, the cables was this building that was the is the tallest building in the county is nine stories tall and it had an elevator and it was student housing and a very very bad young man lived there and he like got the story goes that he drank too much one night and he fell down the elevator for whatever malfunctioned which it always is still like the whole time i was at kenyon and this story was from like decades earlier I was at Kenyon and the, and the elevator was always malfunctioning. And I was like, this is weird. I don't go. In. No, no, no hard pass. Um, but he <laughs> fell down the, el- the open elevator and died. He fell down the shaft. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. Oh, that's and bad. Sorry. But then the story is that the room that of his girlfriend who lived in that building, who he was like abusive to people who live in that room often wake up feeling like they're being suffocated. <gasps> so he, like haunts that, that room. <laughs> so he was not a nice guy. He was abusive to his girlfriend. Yeah, he was abusive to his girlfriend. So he got his just desserts by dying, by falling down an elevator shaft. And so, but he's still haunting the room that she lived in and abusing the new inhabitants. Yeah. yeah. Changed so, all that God, time. that's fucked up. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. It's like you kind of would hope that pe- shitty people like that after they're gone, they're just gone so that they're yeah. not going to continue yeah. their... That's some next level bullshit. I know. I, know. I wish he would just be gone too. 
but that's what people have. I mean, that's the story that we were told when when we came through. And there's so many ghost stories about this campus that they actually do at Halloween time. They do ghost tours and people come in from like all around Ohio to come wow. to to like tour the campus because they're like, really? you know, people who are, I don't know, you guys should go. <laughs> We have a really long list of places we would love to go as soon as yeah, it is safe to travel yeah. again. People who are into this stuff, people who yeah. are into ghost stories and totally. stuff, they go. There's a show we watch called Dead Files, which has a, a medium psych. Well, no, she'd be a medium because she connects with the other side, right? Psychics are more people that can mm -hmm. see the future. So she's a medium. Her name is Amy Allen. She's a delightful person on the television. One of the things that we've learned through that is that when there is a location that has activity and you make it somewhat of a sideshow type situation where you exploit it with bringing people in to have the experiences and like it, it comes off as almost like it riles things up because it's disrespectful to the spirits that are there. Um, and if you're saying they now do ghost tours and all of that stuff, I, oh, yeah. you know, there's, there's a part of me that yeah. thinks, well, no wonder that shit's still happening and no wonder sure. it's so intense. And a college campus like is just full of, I mean, nervous anxiety, whatever, but so much energy from so many people that whatever stays there can just feed on it if it wants right. to. Oh I yeah. Agree 100%. I was a basket case in college. Like it could any 100%. <laughs> I was several several basket cases. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, it's like it I hadn't thought about that as like exploitive of those people or those whatever vibes. Um but yeah, I can that makes sense to me. That seems like yeah, if you invite a bunch of people to come go out on ghost tours, maybe especially if some of them are like not being respectful if that's what i was in, gonna say yeah well yeah going in and like fucking the spirit college. like some of them are right. people who are like i want to learn about kenyan's ghost stories i've been yeah. i want to do that i go to school here you know yeah so but if they walk in and they're like show yourself i don't believe you're here i bet yeah. you can't do anything to me like all you oh, know, like yeah like come at me you <laughs> pussy ghost yeah what exactly i'm here what yeah so um, did you have anything happen when you were at the school? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say before I got distracted telling you all the really salacious ghost stories that I did oh, have God. a couple of things happen. Um oh god, now I'm remembering more of the other people's <gasps> stories. But what happened it always happens. Like one thing that was subtle and then another thing that was like not so subtle. Um and one, so I lived in a building called Old Kenyon, and that's the same building that at some point burned to the ground with a bunch of people in it, and people did not survive. And that's the one where, like, you, they see, like, you know, ghosts walking on the old floors, you know, mm -hmm. where it's like, so they're either from, like, the knees up or, like, if, you're, if they're looking up at the ceiling, they see just, like, legs, and they're, like, you know, freaked out by that, obviously, as one would yeah. be. Um, but it's uh so I was sleeping one day I was taking it I was taking a nap because I God, don't you miss naps I miss <laughs> naps no I don't miss them because I still take them you guys oh my god I hate I, you carry on I Just still stop take... talking about it then <laughs> I don't even like sleep at night 
right? Forget about naps. I'm I'm really big on sleep and really not oh. great at coping without you know. And I never get no, sleep, so I'm always like trying to jam like a little bit in here, a little <laughs> in there. Um, but anyway, the point is, um, I was napping and I woke up because I heard someone come in. You know, as as you do, you hear a door open and you kind of wake up and you're like, what's that? And so, but I didn't roll over because I was like, oh, this is just like one of my friends that lives on the hall. Cause none of us locked our doors at this college because it was yeah. like pandemonium. Um, so they, I assumed they were like coming in for cigarettes or something. So I, I was just like, I was like, what? And then I didn't hear anything, like nothing. The door had opened a bit, but then I didn't hear anything. Then I was like, weird whoever it is is being very I don't know conscientious not like my friends um <laughs> someone's clearly trying to rob someone's me. clearly trying to not oh, yeah. wake me up and that doesn't yeah. make doesn't check out with people that I'm friends with um and then I felt someone sit on the bed and no. I realized oh. that I was like oh no one's here no no <gasps> I was <gasps> I was like, no. Yeah. And I had this moment of being like, that's why it's so quiet. And I was kind of froze because I was like, oh, oh God. God, no one's here. And I can feel this like weight on the end of the bed. And I was like, okay. And I literally just like took a breath and I was like, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> I just was like, and then whatever it was was gone. And, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh my god <sighs> holy shit i would have pissed myself i i was thinking that's probably what i would have done in that situation and not had the <laughs> presence of mind to be like oh you're in the wrong room yeah <laughs> yeah well i don't know like for some reason it's very smart I, I like rarely I rarely am doing things that are that like dialed in. <laughs> it was out of character. It was so level-headed. It was yeah. so level-headed, especially in college for me to be like, okay, so this person is lost and like thinks mm -hmm. that I'm like not who I am or thinks that I'm like open to visits or something like this. I don't know what, yeah. this, I don't oh. know what this entity thinks, but they're, you know, I got to let them know that I'm not that person. Um, and does anything sit next to you at your house? No, I've never had that feeling. Like I said, like, I... I just didn't know if they were like, yes, we've been opening doors for you since college. I mean, but the thing is, is that the door is always open, especially to my daughter's room. Her her bedroom door always opens. Um, Does she say anything? She's never said a thing. Um the part I've been leaving out is like my mom died a couple of years ago. And so oh, sometimes I do wonder and like my mom's remains are in the house. So oh. I do wonder if like, it feels sometimes to me like, and I'm not very intuitive with this kind of stuff. I'm usually just like, whoa, that was out of, you know, like with the thing that happened with someone sitting on my bed, I was just like, oh, this is just like some, you know, I didn't like have any like, whole picture of what I was you know maybe dealing right. with but sometimes with the doors opening in my house I do get this like big feeling of I, I don't know I can't really describe it but I get like especially one time I had like a I like saw in my mind like her 
like peeking her head in and being like, I saw her like full head to toe, like her hair, her mm. jammies, her slippers, her bathrobe, and just like poking her head. And she didn't look sick. And it was like really nice. And she looked in and she was just like, just seeing if you need anything. And of She's course, just checking on you. Yeah, just, just checking. Yeah. And of course, at the time I was like, oh, I need everything. <laughs> I come back Aww. forever. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But so I do sometimes with my mom. I mean, I think of my mom and I like to, I like to think that it's her. Coming that makes through. sense. I'm sure Especially it is. if you saw her like that. I and saw I it to your child you too. It's thing where I saw it like in my mind's eye. Like I turned to look at the door to be like, why did the door just open? It was the first time it ever happened. And I turned to look like, why did the door just open? And I like saw her like head to toe in my mind. Like that's how I, explain- but that's what it is with yeah. the, the skeleton in the forensics lab when I was working remember I was like yeah. I used to think that I would turn and in my head I would see this yeah. fully assembled skeleton in the doorway <laughs> like, what you're looking at is a doorway you know like, right. right yeah like, but the the, yeah. the only way that I've been able to describe it from when I've seen stuff I'm not seeing it there it's like there's a projector screen in the back of my mind mm-hmm. and that's what I'm seeing so it's there oh. but it's does that make sense so it's in here and it's like someone's, yeah, it's like a projector screen. It's like you see thing. it in like your four eye, like, like before it comes out. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, like in like your temple, like behind your eye, it's like there, but mm-hmm. not in front of you. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, that, that makes so much sense. Of course you would like go open the kids doors and check on them at night or just like, it actually makes me feel really good when the doors open in the house, because I'm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this is, but I know what it feels like it is, <laughs> you know? And I, yeah. here's the thing that's, I think that's the important I like thing. That, you know, it's important that you don't associate that you don't feel fear that right. instead you feel comfort. Totally. And you feel peace. Oh, totally comfortable with it. So it's great. That's, Perfect. Then that's, you know, that's all that yeah. needs to be. Oh, I mean, I've totally, on the subject of my mom, like, coming around, I have this one toy that is Ronan's toy, and he, um, it, I don't know what is the deal with this toy, but it, like, randomly will just, like, grind. Like, it's a, it's a remote control car. And it'll just randomly okay. grind like day and night. And uh, for the longest time, it was like right after she died. And I kept being like, like we would say something, you know, these things just kind of line up. But then they also, it got to the point where we were just like, we don't really actually know what's going on with this little car. Like, we just, yeah. cause it would like grind to like kind of punctuate things that we would be saying. And I was like, that is kind of like a, she would be chiming in. Or like, I'm saying like something that she would agree with. And so it got to the point where we were joking and being like, it would, it would grind after I would say something or he would say something. He'd be like, see, your mom agrees. And I'd be like, see, mom agrees. Oh my God, that's so great. I love that. I really love that too. Did she give him the car? No, it's just like this little remote control car that like inexplicably just like, was grinding all the time like someone gave it to us I think after she died or we didn't we didn't teach him how to like turn it on until after right. until he was a bit until he was a bit older which happened to be after 
she had died. Um, So I know, I know I've got the right audience with this, but (laughs) sometimes I feel a little self-conscious saying it because I'm like, I feel like I sound like a lunatic, but at the same time, I really like enjoy the idea that like, she's like tinkering with things in my house. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's really nice. That's a big part of why we started doing this podcast mm-hmm. because we just felt like we sounded like crazy people and nobody <laughs> would get it and now it's like no lots of us get it <laughs> there's lots of us wait I have one more Kenyan story we want all of your stories so this was the one that I actually thought would be more spooky to you guys the last one I was like oh the last one's like eh, you know someone came and sat whatever but no, it, no, that terrifies me. No, no. <laughs> and what's funny is like, I just felt like this was some, like, I grew up in a house where my parents were like, yeah, who knows? You know, like my mom was like super flexible about these things being like real <laughs> and possible and was like, like, so I grew up with her modeling the idea that like, well, yeah, like some things are going to happen that you can't explain. Like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the point is this story is the spookier one. So I was I was walking back from the art, what was called the art barn. And it, and it was late at night because college. And uh, I was walking back late at night and to get back to the dorms, you have to walk, you know, quite a while. Through the gates of hell? Actually, no, interestingly, Ugh. no. That would be better for the story, but no. Um, but I have to walk. Um, like I have to walk by cables though, interestingly, <laughs> with, the, with the like oh. sketchy, creepy guy. No. Uh, but so the art barn is one building. And then there was something that I, I'm trying to remember what exactly it was called. I want to say it was like the craft house or something. And it had like, that's where the ceramics wheels and like oh. stuff that people who were not like doing like machine working and welding, you know, using wood saws and stuff like that, that they could go and use that space because those things don't go together. Um, but so I'm walking back to the art, back to my studio from the art barn and I'm just kind of thinking to myself and I look over and I see somebody standing under the porch light on the, on the craft barn. And it looked from the outline of it, it looked like it was a man that was in like work clothes. And I was like, that's weird. But I also was like, I wonder who that is because I was like, it's totally possible that it could be a college student. I mean, I went to a school where it was a bunch of like mostly East coasters who all wore like thermals and smoked lucky strike. But this person looked like from what I could tell, it was just like the outline of a, you know, it was just like, looked like someone standing under a light. So I couldn't really see anything, but it from the outline, I was like, Oh, it's like work clothes, but like, who is that? I wonder if it's someone I know. And then I like looked away for a minute and looked back and they were gone, like <sighs> gone. And I was like, weird. Like I was like, where is this? Like I'm still a woman alone on campus at night. And I just lost track yeah. of the only man that I can see like right. what's going on here. Um, and also he didn't look familiar to me. So who is this person? Um, and then I hear like walking behind me and I can hear whatever shoes this no. and whatever sound was coming. It was like, 
it sounded like like almost like cowboy boots that have like a like a metal tip or a metal heel you know it makes that like little clink like a spur like a spur almost like it makes that like clink sound like you you get the pavement and go clink uh-huh. hear this behind me and I'm like I can hear the distinctive like clink and I'm like okay well that's clearly not a person I know and I turn around and there's no one walking there <laughs> and I'm like I can hear someone walking behind me I don't understand why I can't see anybody <laughs> right and so I'm like well that's terrible and so I'm like picking up my pace a bit I'm like I don't really like oh, this yeah. and uh then I hear it to my side like feet to my <gasps> side and I'm like that doesn't make any sense and but I can hear it it's like that same like clinky like like something in the boot had like a spur or like a metal tip or right. feel or something there was some metal on this sound of this boot that was being made and so I'm like nothing's over to my side I don't like that and this carried on it went to every side it was like all around me was this after this? Oh, you saw this in front of the ceramics one, or right? Not yeah, the... so I saw like the outline of a man. Like, basically, all I got was the silhouette. I just stopped to ask because I wanted to make sure it wasn't in front of the building where the shitty dude spirit had. Oh, no, we're walking right by that guy. Building. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm, I'm wondering I mean, is he yeah. just out looking for people to mess with? To like, hassle. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I thought the boots were a weird thing. Oh, yeah. That sounds like what you're describing is spurs. No, but it could be something on a boot. Like I used to wear spikes on my Doc Martens. But yeah, but Amber's saying that she's hearing it hit the pavement. The metal hit the pavement. Yeah. Like yeah. A, and it but definitely me- was not a horse. <laughs> it didn't sound like a horse, right? It did not sound like a horse. <laughs> But it was like something metal was on this boot. And like, I've like seen enough, like to me, it sounded like some sort of cowboy boot to me. And this is rural Ohio. And I'm like, okay, I guess it wouldn't be unheard of that like somebody in this area would own this kind of boot, <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. you know? And the, like I said, this person looked more like they were wearing like, you know, if I could see the details of their clothes, when I had looked that way, I was like, oh, I see a man in, in work boots. Or I mean, I see a man in work clothes, but I couldn't actually see any of the details of it. Um, but this followed me like all the way back until I got to the breezeway of of the building actually before my building. It actually stopped as we got farther away from cables. That's funny. I never thought about that. Um, but it, it couldn't fall, whatever it was, it couldn't follow me through the breezeway, but this was like, it was not like, maybe like, I would guess like 10, 20 feet to this side, 10, 20 feet to my other side. Then it was like back behind me. And at this point I'm like looking for, you know, you get scared. That is someone fucking with you. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't want to be followed. Like, you know, something fucking with you. Yeah. Like I I don't understand what's happening. Like feeding off of your fear. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a really great way to get some energy out of someone before you actually physically do something to them. Yeah. I was like, this is not okay. This is okay. Of all the weird, like, haunting things that I've experienced, this is the one that's like really not okay. Right. Like that is something in that happens to us in the real world all the time. I mean, 
I had countless times that people had followed me when I lived in New York City. Yeah. Um, but having it be someone you can't get eyes on is, I don't That's know what awful. I, I probably would have run. I don't. <laughs> I walked as fast as I could without running because I just yeah. felt like I was like, don't. I, I think I ran maybe the last like 10 feet until when I got close to the breezeway. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. like there's base. I got to get to base. Yeah. Yeah, but I tried to just like pick up the pace gradually. <laughs> oh my god, like, that's this so is scary. Um, and I actually, what's funny is I revisited this story with my friend who, like, my best friend from college recently, and she was like, "Oh yeah," she's like, "That checks out." She's like, "I totally believe that happened." Like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, weird stuff happened like that. That's cool. Like, oh my god. And the thing is, it sounds like. Uh, going back to what joy said that it sounds like a toxic male energy type situation yeah. fucking with you yeah getting getting joy out of fear out of causing you you know panic and fear yeah and the fact that it picked up while you it it started to lessen after you walked past that building mm-hmm. you know and you're saying that this guy um fucks with women is it still women that live on that floor well, it's co-ed. Uh, okay. Actually, that's a good question. No, no, all I think they're all co-ed. I think all it, all the floors. He sounds like a bully, and it sounds like he's the kind of person in life as well as in death who got off on making people afraid. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It had never occurred to me that maybe it was like some mashup of vibes or including that guy who was Mm. because i'd always thought of that guy as like very contained like right people had told me you never know though we spoke to remember when we talked to courtney and her mom bonnie she was talking about transient spirits that can just like roll through for a bit and then bounce at some point or stay wow yeah because she had that with her house yeah yeah you don't know like how far that tether is i think i had felt and the way i still think about it is like when i think about the silhouette that i saw i got more of like a i'm not sure this is a student vibe like that's okay yeah i was kind of like who's that man and like normally i don't really I wouldn't at the time, like normally at the time, the school is very small. Like I probably would have right. known that person if they were yeah. hanging out at the, you know, ceramic studio. And I, you know, I knew those people. So I, I wonder whoever it was, they were gone. They were gone like, right. immediately. Like <laughs> that was frightening in and of itself. And then the following me home with their loud, scary boots was not great. Uh, oh, I hated it. So oh, I so need sorry. to tell you something. Every now and then when we've been doing this podcast, we've gotten EVPs while you were telling your story. Um, I distinctly heard a woman's voice whisper, I'm here. Ah! <laughs> I didn't it. Hear was it was after Joy, yeah, after Joy had just finished saying something but had sat back from the mic and you were then talking. And it was a nice woman. It wasn't like a scary I'm here. It was like a really Aww. nice I'm here. That's so nice. I hope that that was 
I hope that was my mom checking in. <laughs> that would I be mean, really she already came in to open the door. I know she opened time. the door a minute ago. She's like, right? Are you having your sleepover party? Okay, I'll see you later, honey. And I'll tell you what, that's the first nice one that I've actually heard because we had one that said, fuck you. <laughs> oh no. That was great. I don't even know why. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I don't know why either. Oh no. Yeah, we weren't even, we were just bullshitting about something and then we hear a fuck you. (laughs) Maybe they showed up to be like, okay, here's the ghost podcast. And we're like, so my kid's poop looks like green blah, blah, blah this week. And they were like, fuck you. I came for a different show. Yeah. I will do my usual Capricorn shit and be like, okay, let's get back on track. Yeah, let's get back Um, on track. (laughs) So what else happened at the school? Oh God, there were all these, I mean, a lot of these ghost stories, they're, they don't have like good starts, you know, like the reason they're ghost stories because something terrible happened. You know? Yeah, yeah. My, my college was like that too. We had yeah, like stuff, yeah. There was one instance where at least one of the story that I heard, mind you, I was too drunk all the time in college to ever make it on the ghost tours myself. High five you <laughs> across the internet. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. You're my people. <laughs> Yeah, this is the truth. I meant for four years to go on the ghost tours. I never made it. That's okay. I meant for four years to go to class. I never made it. So I'm with you. It's fine. One of the stories I heard was that unfortunately there was a hazing accident where they had there where they had tied this pledge to a track thinking that, you know, thinking that they knew the schedule. They were just trying to, like, spook the kid. And no, the kid got hit by a train because he was tired. Oh, my God. That noise. I want, okay, I'm going to stop us right here because my skeptic brain just needs to say this. Yeah. In settings like college, where there are lots of young adults who may or may not be drunk for four years making bad decisions, um, Sometimes (laughs) Sometimes <laughs> there are urban legends that are allowed to get a little out of control to act as a warning to those people. As in, yeah. maybe don't fucking do hazing. Um, I didn't stop don't at our school. Your girlfriend, <laughs> or maybe don't like be drunk and go near the elevator. I don't know. But I just want to throw it out there that yeah. I'm not saying these experiences don't happen. I'm not saying there isn't something linked. But sometimes the stories get twisted to conform to something that is beneficial to oh no totally that's yeah but then there's that also that other thing where urban legends get told so many times that they become they actually manifest sure that the the energy from that just the story yeah yeah the story actually the what was once a a tale a story then actually starts happening and people believe it is truth the more people believe it is truth then it, the more energy it's given to actually happen. Which happens yeah. in those tours also. I'll have to, rem- you know what? There are, there actually are websites that break down like the, the ghost stories that they mm-hmm. actually tell at the, um, at their like ghost tours or whatever. Yeah. Ones that are like not necessarily the, the ones that all the kids just pass around to each other, which yeah. you know, I would not know, like I said, didn't make it to the ghost tour. Don't know. <laughs> don't know which ones are which. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was one story that I heard that I was just like, "That is ghastly." 
that's terrible. Yeah. And of course, you know, everyone's immediate reaction is that didn't happen. And then it's like, then you start learning like how actually the school is considered like one of the most haunted places in America. And you're like, oh, maybe. It Probably. I, yeah, don't I find it a very believable story just knowing what idiot adolescents and like yeah or pre like my brain is not functioning you know what I'm saying college yeah, age especially <laughs> especially when you have intoxicated males yeah. in a position but of authority like, hazing yeah totally and I think you know what I think it really made me think more about that time that whoever sat on my bed the way you guys reacted to that and I was like wow I've always like in my memory I've always like really minimized that as like just this like <laughs> thing that happened and like you know I no, guess that no. in my mind I've been like I guess that just happens to people and from your reaction I'm going like hmm, maybe not so much <laughs> well I mean I also admittedly am scared all the time um, I even just yelled recently at Tim for how could you possibly sleep with those three inches of the closet open? What kind of monster are you? Please close yeah. that. Um, I, I don't, I'm totally afraid like that. We've had a couple nights in the last week, a couple, cause it happened again, Emily. Are you serious? Almost just before two o'clock, our TV in the living room goes on and it's so bright. Like it lights up the bedroom too. Cause we're like in the next room. That's so the first that time it happened. Too. Yeah, the TV. That thing? happens at your house? Yeah. Sometimes we come down and our TV's on. Amber. What is going on at this house? Amber, <laughs> listen. Your mom is sweetheart. watching Wheel of Fortune at 7.30 in her cooking slippers. That's exactly. <laughs> Jeopardy was her jam. <laughs> so, okay. So what, have there been any other strange things? So you've got a toy, you've got doors opening, your televisions are turning on by themselves. Do you have anything happening with lights? Well, Ronan's lights were blinky the other day. We just redid the house though. I think the electrical's okay. It was just mm -hmm. for like a day. I'm looking at both of your faces and going like. <laughs> I I don't want to make everything. I mean, Emily is more like, see, see, see. And I'm just like, okay, it could be something else. However, but I don't feel any like icky vibes in my house. Like, but that's because you it's don't have not to. an icky person. Oh yeah, you don't have to feel bad around a spirit. That's not. Yeah. It's not an inherent bad well, that's feeling. Good, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I've yeah. had times when it's like very comforting. Like you're saying, it's it's just nice. Like I've gone. Um, after my grandfather had passed, I had gone down to. They had a home in Florida because. It's so weird that someone's grandparents had a house in Florida. Um, <laughs> I was in their bedroom and I just like walked by and I was like, let's smell his cologne. But like he, he had, he had been dead for years and none of his stuff was there anymore. They didn't use the house full time even like they didn't even use the house a few times a month out of the year because my grandmother needed help a lot of the time. She wasn't living down there alone. So I just remember being in that back bedroom that was their master bedroom and I like smelled his cologne. And then there were a couple of nights that I slept there and woke up in the morning and the light on his side of the bed was turned on when I woke up. Oh, so it was like, oh God, I got nervous because that's my default response to most things. Um, and I like called my uncle and I was like, hey, is there like a timer on the lights in the bedroom maybe by chance and he's like no there's no those lights don't go on for anything and I was like 
Okay. Cool. That reminds me that growing up, there was a light that would always turn on in our house, in the house that I told you that my mom was like, we built the house. Like, nope. Because yeah. I used to be like obsessed, being like, someone must have like died in the house. There must be something in the house because there's windows everywhere and I'm scared and I'm a little girl. Oh. And my mom was like, no, like, no, it was, it's, we built the house. So, of course, there's the whole larger picture of like, you know, who knows what the house was. But it, it could no. also just be somebody connected to your family even if it's yeah but it's funny that you that. that because i was just remembering that my mom for a long time was like fixated on this light that she was like this keeps turning on i don't know what's going on um get so can box. i ask you a question <laughs> you you said that your family home was originally like a one-bedroom cabin that was then expanded was yeah like where the one-bedroom cabin originally was where the original house was or was no it no, in the new bit. New. It was in the new part. It was in the new part. It was like right down the hall from that part. Yeah. I mean, we can keep doing this. We can also say, was the lamp from a vintage store in a creepy old place? Like, I okay. Mean, you know, yes. like it doesn't. I'm it, just covering. I know all the bases. I Joy. get it. I know. But even in my house now, I'm like, nothing happened in this apartment for years. We've been here three years now. Nothing has happened, and. Now, the last few months, things have been weird. Is okay, it- can I tell you why? It's because you're talking about leaving. It's because you've been talking about moving. We have a house. It started that before that. It did? Yes. They don't give an F. It, I, they're I, not from yeah. this house. I've brought so many things in from the purge group. I'm like, I don't know where this old cabinet came from. I, but that's my whole life. I have stuff that's just old. I've always you have been a mandible. Person. I do. I have a person's jawbone on my dresser. I have weird things in my house. I was going to say, wait a minute. I need context <laughs> that word. And then I remember. <laughs> just like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's super cute. It's really, it's a nice little dainty mandible. Um, I have a lot of weird stuff. I've always been, I was going to school for archaeology some of the time. Like I just like old shit. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's some and fucking- dead shit. Yes. And oh, well, that's it. true. Yeah. I mean, I guess all the antiques and everything would be, you know, things that would bring in. I never thought it's about hard, that. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. pinpoint a source unless you're saying something like, it's just this one lamp. Nothing else in the house is ever weird. It's just this one lamp. Right. Then it's like, well, maybe it's something about that lamp. Or the lamp's wiring is messed up. That could also I mean, be it. this lamp was, <laughs> it's true. The lamp was old. I don't know. I'd say that when it comes to that shit, I'd say if it was turned, if it kept turning itself off, I feel like when things turn themselves on, that's when I'm less when likely to be like, yeah, that's when I'm yeah. like, Ew. yeah, this was like, always turning itself yeah. on. It's always turning yeah. itself on. when it has like a hard switch where you had turn. like, yeah, no, no. It was like you had to touch the side of it. It was this weird antique oh. and weirdly sophisticated for how like antique it was. Um, you had to like touch it with your palm mm-hmm. and it would like gradually get brighter. Like it was just like constantly like undimmed. So like, you had bright. to touch it. And I was like, oh, no one's touching you. Okay. Well, <laughs> No one that I see is touching you. So you have a cat. Oh, it turned on by itself. It's like yeah. by itself is in quotes. Like, Yeah. I mean, you kind of like 
but this was the climate of my house was like we would just laugh about it like we would just be like i don't know it's uh, it turns out by itself and that, that's the other thing like, like some people are very accepting of it we talked about this briefly when we were talking about the tsunami ghosts and the right. general attitude towards ghosts and otherworldly things in japan where it's more like they are just there and we're here and sometimes we cross paths and it's not a big deal right it wasn't like that with me growing up like i think i probably was more conditioned to be scared of something of the unknown um and i'm just a very like ocd sort of like give me an answer right i need an answer or it makes me uncomfortable um so even though like a subject might make me upset the more information i have about it i feel better even if it's a terrible thing to like to learn about um so I think my background just made me more anxious at the idea of ghosts or spirits or whatever in general. If you're growing up in a house that's just sort of like, yeah, maybe that's kind of weird and it's not a big deal and nobody like harps on it and they're not showing you that they're scared over it. I think that's a much healthier way to deal with it. I agree. We didn't talk about it in my house growing up. And I started having things at a young age, just like I know Joy did. And it yeah. was, I tried to bring it up to my dad once after I'd been sitting in the front room of my grandfather's house, talking to my dead grandmother for a while. And I asked my dad, wow. I'm like, do you ever see anything or hear anything? He's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And that was it. I dropped the subject. I didn't say anything. And then I even, you know, we can't explain this. We can't <laughs> say yes or no, a hundred percent either way if we're this confused about it however many years later after we've had these experiences um but it doesn't it doesn't matter sometimes if you're getting comfort like if you're living in a better way because right. you feel better even if it's not true it's making you feel better yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly i, that, I yeah that, that approach to it well, because it's better than being hard on yourself, right? My like, goodness. Yeah. And I'm like the queen of being hard on myself. So. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Very hard. No. Raise his hand in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's better than being hard on yourself. So. Oh my gosh. I am wondering do you think now, after we've had this conversation, maybe that you. Maybe you might act differently when the TV goes on or when the door opens. Like, do you think maybe you'll start saying more like, oh, hey, mom, and seeing if it changes? Oh, I like already do that stuff. Oh, like, okay. I either All say right. it out loud or I say it like in my head or mm -hmm. I like nod towards the door. <laughs> Good to see uh, you. <laughs> well, because sometimes it's like you can like kind of feel like, I mean, at least I can, I can feel like if I open the door and I'm like trying to like take, or if I'm like in the room and I'm trying to like take care of my daughter or whatever, and the door opens, it kind of feels like someone like comes in. So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you know, you have to like look around and see right. oh there's God. no one there. And I don't expect anyone to be there because it feels different than like a person with a physical body being in there, you know, I feel kind of like, you seem you know. in tune with like this stuff yeah. probably more than I think you give yourself credit for. I agree. 
Yeah. I mean, I think I don't think about it that much. <laughs> I think I'm just like, these things are happening. This is fine. Like, yeah, you're just very like accepting and natural and you just do like with the, the door opening in your dorm room and somebody sitting down, you didn't like have some fight or flight reaction. You just went, oh, okay. You're in the wrong room. It like you read what was happening without thinking about it. Like you just right. knew what the situation was. Yeah. I think when I think back on it, I actually think I felt kind of like, oh, this person's lost a little bit. Right. They need like a hint that I'm not who they think I, they, they yeah. might think, I don't know. And the person Seems. following you, you, you felt uncomfortable yeah. because well, that yeah. was their purpose. But the things happening in your house now, they don't make you feel that way. That it, you're not, from what you've said, it doesn't sound like you're having the same emotional reaction that you had when that person no, was it's following you. This the opposite. I feel like, you know, my, it's nice to feel that kind of like familiarity mm-hmm. from someone who I, you know, can't call anymore. Right. You know, yeah. so. she's still with you. you know? Yeah. I mean, I think like it. <laughs> I think so. I, I feel that. So, you know, yeah. And you know, if, even if she's just turning on the TV, <laughs> I'm like, what's going on in this house? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. And remember, it's like trust your instincts because right. yes, the thing, whatever was like walking next to you on the campus, you felt that was menacing if it wasn't menacing, it could have been like a good spirit walking you home and you would have felt that too. Right. So I think, you know, like just trust those feelings. Yeah. You seem to be on the right track with them. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Always trust your gut. Always trust your gut. People, live, dead people, doesn't matter. Trust your gut. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. With that. I, I just I just realized I told you guys earlier that I can fall asleep at the drop of a hat, which is true. And I realized that I didn't really give that much context, which is that I have a two and a four year old. <laughs> which is why, because you're exhausted that you because can I'm fall exhausted. Asleep. And because yes. at least one of them wakes up every single night with me right. something. So right. I don't one. get uninterrupted sleep. Like my son comes in and is like yeah, lying no. in bed, which is all fine and good until like 15 minutes later when I'm wide awake and he's like shuffling around. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's we're going through a phase now again where my son, who will be five next month, somehow I don't know how that happened so fast. Oh, how did that yeah. happen? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's bullshit. Um, he <laughs> comes in at like two, three o'clock in the morning and wiggles in between us. And he's a big, almost five-year-old. Like he's wearing like six-year-old clothes. Like he's not a small kid. Uh, he's just about to outgrow his size 13 shoes. Like it, and we have a queen bed, which you think would be big enough, but it's not. And he's always trying to get closer to cuddle. And I like told him the other day, I'm like, you're, you're, you can't burrow into my forehead. Can you please back up? Can you take like the other morning? I was like, please get your feet out of my underwear. Like, just of the stuff I just want to climb back inside your uterus. Is there something he so bad would. about that? I think he would. I think he would too. So at the end of our show, we started doing this at the beginning of the pandemic. And it's a gratitude 
do we try to end on something the tiniest thing that we're feeling grateful for yeah so do you want to go first yeah oh i'm so grateful for childcare. oh my gosh yeah. so grateful <laughs> so grateful <laughs> whether it's the preschool or our nanny that helps us with our baby oh my gosh so so grateful for child care and i didn't have any this whole last week and it reminded me immediately i was like oh right one oh, yeah. to help me I do all of it we and me and my husband we do all of it I can't yeah. like disappear up the stairs for 20 minutes to go do something <laughs> yeah. yeah so I am I am eternally grateful for child care oh my gosh what an yeah. amazing job joy oh I have to, okay um mm-hmm. I am grateful that uh on my wedding registry <clears throat> from 2014 I included a KitchenAid mixer and the ice cream maker attachment, which I mm-hmm. finally used for the first time to make ice cream this week. <laughs> and I did it in the laziest possible way of intro to making your own ice cream I could. I just took the eggnog out of the refrigerator and hit on and poured it in because it already has all the ingredients. And then I just sat back and was like, I'm super mom. And look, we're making ice cream today. Eggnog <laughs> this ice segment, cream. This segment of learn something new, because that's oh what God. we're doing now during the day. Learn something new. Um, wow. Ice cream. And it's delicious. I bet it is. Did you see that like picture the- on my Instagram? I did. You put yams in it, right? You I made potatoes. yams that were delicious. And I put those on the bottom. I heated those up, put the ice cream on that. And then I had salted pumpkin seeds and two pumpkin snap cookies. And that shit was awesome. This sounds amazing. It was so good. (laughs) So I'm thankful for my ice cream maker. What are you thankful for, Emily? Custard. I had custard, a big bowl of hot custard for my dinner with the dollop of jam in the middle of it Lovely. and I ate the hell out of it and it was delicious and it reminded me of home oh I've been feeling I really miss my family right now and yeah that stuff I needed it and it was wonderful it was a hug in my tummy but oh, that's, so that's custard yay so yeah it was perfect. My kid won't touch it, but one of the, I'm realizing. Perfect. Like, <laughs> More for you. I I'm know. Like, why I made the eggnog ice cream and my her. son was like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm like, bye. I made such a big mistake that from a young age, I wasn't like, here, have some baked beans on toast so it that she can matter. grow up eating it with me. No, no, no. Enzo ate anything I put in front of him when yes, he same. was little. And now he's just like, I don't like macaroni and cheese. I'm like, I think you mean you don't want it right now. Cause I know you definitely like it. <laughs> She won't eat tomatoes and she won't eat red sauce. Yeah. She says she doesn't like tomatoes anymore. I'm like, what is your damage? You used to eat the shit out of it. I know. No, they're crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. My kids consistently don't eat any dinner. Like I put a whole dinner in front of them and they don't touch it. And I'm like, do you understand this is it? Like I will put you to bed with no food belly like right. that's happening because I and then you it- know the kitchen disappears in the middle of the night so you yes. have to until the morning I, it's a hogwarts kitchen it's gone i am definitely gonna break that one out if anyone asks for food in the middle of the night i'm just gonna be like <laughs> not there like it's just yeah. there like the kitchen doesn't stay there in the middle of the night the kitchen goes mm-hmm. to bed like <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my kids are going to be like, what the hell? And they turn into like, you know, more cogent about the, the issue of where the kitchen goes at night. They're going to be like, why did you tell us this? <laughs> <laughs> just just get like a fog machine line. for your yeah. kitchen and just start <laughs> fogging out the kitchen at night. Be like, see, it's gone. Put a mirror where the door should be. And then just be like, do you guys, uh, this is the craziest question you guys have ever been asked. I doubt it. <laughs> I was literally about to ask, do you guys have those dreams where there's like a very, very big animal that is not in an appropriate sized enclosure? Because I sometimes do. And they're like anxiety dreams where I'll like, no. like fish or this turtle or this snake or something. And they're in like an enclosure, but it's like not an appropriate size for them. And they're like mm. smushed in there, like against the sides. And they're like, <gasps> Anyway, maybe this isn't appropriate for your podcast. No, no it's appropriate. It's fine. We talk about dreams. That's just some personal shit. Yeah, that's that's. This was like you need to up your Lexapro dream. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's saying. It's saying call your psychiatrist in the morning. Ask them to go up to twenty milligrams, please. My anxiety dreams are literally about ghosts. <laughs> not even kidding i have so many dreams or nightmares where i'm running away from ghosts ghosts are trying to get me there are skeletons coming out of the ground in the like that backyard of the house i grew up in i have ghost terror dreams oh Oh my my god i just dreamt about a ghost the other night like trying like a bad dream not like when my grandpa comes to say hi not that kind of ghost i mean like just a bad dream about a ghost trying to get me holy shit all the time (laughs) Oh, we should do another dreams episode soon. Yeah. If that's anybody, another one. If anyone yeah. has any weird dreams, please let us know because we have plenty. Whatever. If anyone else listening was was hearing us talking to Amber and also coming to the realization of, oh, maybe that stuff is happening in my house for a reason, or you've had anything else happen, please send us an email to the residuals podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore residuals underscore podcast and on twitter at the residuals pod correct um so that's that amber thank you so much for joining us this was so so much fun thanks for having me it was so nice to see your face delightful having you on thank you so much adore you so much fun thank you seriously this was great i loved it thank you and (laughs) i'm really excited to hear from you if anything not new happens but if you start to notice patterns after tonight because you're a little bit more aware of the happenings in your house now that you'll be able to be like oh okay you're like mom could you start closing the doors after when you're born (laughs) in a barn like if you're gonna turn on the tv make sure it's on a good channel feel free to turn on the coffee machine before i wake up too oh seriously that's a great one thank you yeah all right my love all right this was so fun Okay, so to everybody out there listening, until next time, sage your sofa and don't be afraid of the dark. (gasps) But I will. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
oh my God, doors in my house always open. 